This is CyberSound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufall and Stephen Maresca. We've hinted towards a surprise, and we're excited to announce Vancourt is giving away a free pair of Apple AirPods to CyberSound listeners in our LinkedIn audience. One lucky winner will be chosen at random, and you can apply on our website at vancourt.com sweepstakes until May 27th. Good luck. Welcome to CyberSound. I'm your host, Jason Pufal, uh, joined, as always, by Steve Maresca and Matt Fasaro. Uh, and we have a special guest today, uh, Lou Ardolino, uh, Vice President of, of Client Success uh, at Vancord. And today we're actually having a conversation that I think is going to be relevant to uh, probably not so much the business owner crowd that we normally try to sort of pay attention to, but much more the parent, and we're going to focus on what we've what we've described as growing up cyber. And you know, for listeners, one thing I can I can assure you is I certainly didn't grow up cyber. Uh, uh, I'm 51 years old. I've got a 13 and a 15 year old who I think you would argue would be growing up cyber. I think Lou, uh, if you want to give maybe a, a quick second on you know sort of your family and and who you are. Yeah. So my my kids are 2018 and 16 respectively. Um, and I would say they grew up semi-cyber. Semi-cyber. Did you grow up cyber? <laughs> I, I, I did not. <laughs> you and I definitely did not. Did not, no. I think some of us argue that Lou is still growing up. So. He, there, there is that. Easy, easy. <laughs> uh, Matt, how about you? Yeah, sure. So, so I'm 34. I've got two kids. I've got one that's five and one that'll be three in a few days. And similar to Matt, I have young kids. Um, I have one that's four, one that's two. And um, as I described somewhat before this session was beginning, I'm thinking about this situation in terms of anticipatory concerns for the future. Yeah. I think con- concerns is a good word. I think you should anticipate problems as, <laughs> as, the, as you move forward. And I think your challenge is probably like they're only going to get more. Um, it was easy when, in a lot of ways, when my kids were your kids' age, uh, you know, they they watched some stuff on their iPad. Generally speaking, you could control it. It was kind of straightforward. I, I joked recently that uh, all of the, the kids in the last decade have been tweeting whether they should or shouldn't be, you know, turning to become politicians. Mm. There will be some very <laughs> interesting <laughs> things to dig up. Yeah, or more tolerance for, you know, mistakes, you know, past mistakes perhaps. perhaps. So so maybe we'll, let's deal with this sequentially. And, and Lou, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit uh, because you do have, you know, slightly older kids. Um, yeah. Yeah, what are what are the, some of the things that you feel like you're dealing with on a regular basis, and and you, to some degree, you know, how do you how do you teach your kids to do the right things? How do you mitigate some of the problems? I mean, at this point now, they're pretty self sufficient. Um, uh, we have been pretty good at holding the technology in our house close to our chest, as far as. Um, Utilizing the utilizing the tools that as a technologist um, I've had access to. So, for example, you know, uh, an enterprise level firewall on your home network with web filtering and you're able to, you know, you're able to to log and see activity. Um, The kids get around it, of course, if they need to. But they know that at home, you know, there's no tolerance for uh, much of anything. 
So an enterprise require firewall, you know, just like every other person. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, I mean, you could still you could still do that the same thing on on a, on a, on a commercial. Uh, I mean, on a consumer grade firewall too. It's just a little bit more. You just have to have a little more knowledge. Um, the thing that, that that we've done, which our kids hate, is um, you know, we friend them on every social media platform that they have. Oh, there you go. So, so, but um, that but that's a solid strategy. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it is. Right? It they is. need to know that you're that you're paying attention, right, and that you care enough the, to sort of keep an eye on on interactions, both positive and negative. Yeah, and you know, and you know, my, my kids are not of a generation that grew up with a device in their hand, you know, I wouldn't, I would say, you know, at maybe seven or eight years old, my son started, you know, accessing um, an iPad and, you know, that's when they kind of started to, to come out. I think 2010 was the first iPad, right? So my son was five. Yeah. He didn't really have an iPad at that time, but, you know, by the time he was seven, you know, he, he had access to the iPad and my, and he picked it up pretty quickly. And my, my daughters followed suit right afterwards. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is that uh, they, they've kind of, they've kind of grown into it and, and we've been there. We've been there the whole way with them. Um, it hasn't been one of those things where we just kind of given them a device and, you know, go out on your own. We, we've, we've, we've tethered it to, to us pretty closely, but we've also, you know, like I said, we've also, use that strategy with, with them as far as friending them on their social media apps. Um, and really, you know, to be honest with you, we've kept them busy, right? They're all, they're all very busy in sports and in school. And, uh, you know, we've kept them active and um, away from the total immersion of, of, you know, technology. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that idle time is not, uh, is not conducive to staying off social media or any oh, of those yeah. platforms, right? I mean, that the, the busier the kids are, the less likely it is they're just going to be sitting in, in the bedroom on TikTok or Snapchat or any any of the other things that I just can't stand watching anymore. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the amount of time on technology, that's probably the biggest challenge so for, much. for me right now. Um, Same. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you say the, the iPad came out basically when, when your kids were five. Yeah, my my kids are surprised when a screen doesn't respond to touch. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right? It's it's such a different experience than you know. I guess both both of our generations kind of grew up in that uh, where we straddled the line between computers are really if you want to put a word document together versus now you use it for everything. Right? right. And we we grew up through that, but now now our kids, with Stephen Stephen my kids are <laughs> they use it for everything all the time, every day. Honestly, watching the kids of uh, folks like you, Jason, I've been trying to think about what I don't want my girls doing. Well, like, I don't, yeah. they don't use an iPad. They don't use a tablet. And it's somewhat deliberate because I want to keep them a little more immersed in the world. And, but that's and a you'll real fail. I will. And, and where you're going to fail is because it, it, the, the biggest change for us, because I think we had it. It was difficult enough to control it anyway. And then there was the move to online learning. And uh, now... Yes your kid's entire life, especially through the pandemic, your kid's entire life was sitting in front of a screen and a screen that you actually couldn't control with some of the technologies that Lou outlined because they're assigning YouTube videos that they needed kids to watch. And all of a sudden you can't block YouTube and they're right. telling them. Right? So right. all of a sudden you're, you're in this environment where I'm working in the house, the kids are on a device, call it eight plus hours a day 
they're smart, right? They know how to minimize a window, appear like they're paying attention on Zoom while doing something else. It, to, to call it exhausting is such an understatement because I felt we were always playing cat and mouse with what are the kids actually doing? Are they learning anything? And by the way, you can't actually really restrict a lot because they require it for school. Yeah, right. It was, it's so challenging. Yeah, I mean, it's, you spend a lot of time educating them about what they should and should not be you know, spending time on or paying attention to, you know, here's why these ads aren't good, things like that. Uh, and, you know, I know we wanted to keep this to like a privacy discussion. Mm. I mean, it's probably something that's become a really big issue, especially with your kids, uh, Jason and, and Lou. Uh, just because they're they're probably a lot more active on things like social media than, than my For kids sure. would be, right? They don't even know what Facebook is or Twitter or anything right. is. <laughs> um, yeah, the you, I recently had a re- recently within the last two weeks, uh, my daughter was out with friends and you know, had Snapchat running, and a friend who wasn't invited to the gathering, you know, noticed that you know she was located in the vicinity of a variety of other people. And was you know, offended, disappointed, sad that you know, that she wasn't invited, right? And you know, my daughter felt bad because, of course, the text started going around about, hey, where are you guys and how come I'm not there? And to some degree, it was a great opportunity for her to learn how technology ne- isn't necessarily always her friend, right? And how she has to manage you know, where you bring your phone, maybe what apps you actually run, how, how you configure them, right? Location services and all of that. So you sometimes need that real world frankly, negative example to be able to say, well, let's really sit down and talk about location services and talk about maintaining your privacy in a world that really is all about sort of being public, right? Uh, Those conversations, you know, they happen, but sometimes, and and, and candidly, it didn't really occur to me that an example like that could happen. And then when it does, you're like, all right, like now let's talk about this stuff. Yeah. And especially because they're getting to that age, too, where jobs are going to start coming into question at some point, oh, yeah. right? Especially for for you, Lou. You've got kids that are going to be getting jobs, like careers that they're going to be starting. I don't care if an employer says they don't take that into an account. You know that there's people in the hiring departments that are going to go onto social media and look for you and try and find out, hey, you know, we might be making a decision on you. Are you someone that isn't uh, so well viewed on social media. <laughs> right, right, right. So that suddenly you now become part of their brand, even though that's not what you intended. But so well, that was that Netflix episode, right? Where they, where you, you earned points and lost points based on your social oh. media profile, right? <laughs> um, I forget what the show yeah, was. It's more well, real than it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it really hit black, home. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah. Black Mirror, that's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and even my son, who's, you know, my, my son's 20 and he's, he's going to be, going out into the, into the real world and working. But even my daughters who are, who are looking for summer jobs, it's, it affects them too. Cause you know, even on the applications that they're filling out, it's asking for um, any social media um, uh, accounts. Really? You don't have to put it in, you don't have to put it on there, but, it, but, it, but it's on there. Wow. Um, so uh, you know, the employers are looking yeah, that's that, for sure. That is interesting. The, the 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 episode, the series that you're referencing on Netflix. I mean, it's not entirely fiction any longer. This oh, is it's, not. it's an actual practice yeah. in, in various countries in the world. It's a social credit system. This is the future, one way or the other, and we kind of need to anticipate that fact and groom our public personas as much as anything else in order to retain some sort of control. 
I think that's that's how I think of this because I'm that's all I can really do at the moment with the younger kids. But so it, it, we do keep bouncing back and forth a little bit between managing access yeah. and privacy, right? right? And, and I think that's what makes this so complicated because there's there's qualities to both that are important. Um, one of the most effective things, because actually I'll say this, I think we've, my household, we've largely failed with content controls, right? They're certainly available in most routers and you can turn them on, right? And they are really hit or miss in terms of their capabilities. Um, physically taking devices is never really works out, but that's always a challenge. The most effective thing that I found for relationships in the house is actually setting limits for when services go off. So we've got internet now that turns off uh, like eight or nine o'clock for my daughter, roughly 10 o'clock for my son, wireless and, uh, sorry, yeah, wireless and cell. And it's it's amazing. Every single day they go up to the minute that the, the stuff will be on. <laughs> and then when it turns off, they come down, we have conversations. Like it brings them out of their rooms because the stuff is so addicting and you have all these conversations going on at all times. If you want relationships with the kids, you almost have to, you almost have to find a way to pull that back. And we've sort of in- implemented that policy and that's been really effective for us. Um, it's kind of a pain to manage you know, yeah, if, if I'm yeah. being totally honest about it, but the alternative is, you know, they do sit in their room till 11 o'clock at night and everybody goes to bed and you haven't had a family conversation. Right. So you have to figure out how to peel that stuff back. And it's tough for people that don't, that, that don't have backgrounds like we do. That's true. Right. Who don't who don't know how to log into a router and do these things or work with your service provider to sh- shut cer- certain things off. And we just don't – so many people don't know how to do that. Um, uh, so what what I've been trying to do is kind of make my kids understand like, hey, who who you are when you use your tablet where you, 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 know, you go online, do things. That's you. You have to remember it's it's your identity that you're you're using, right? It's really hard to convey that to you know a five year old, but we're trying to instill that now. Uh, the idea kind of came to my head as soon as I uh, had gotten a tablet for her and started having to make an account. It's like, oh wow, like I just initiated her online you identity. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, it- I, I'm. I'm- Slightly behind you, right? So I'm mostly preoccupied with trying to vet content to some degree or at least instill interpretation guidelines in the minds of my eldest young daughter Um, because, you know, she'll see an advertisement in a very benign and wholesome uh, educational show that she's watching at the moment. But it's clearly designed to produce an outcome or a request of a parent or distract her towards some other brand, right? That, you know, the ability to instill critical thinking skills in a very young child is a huge challenge. And she's young enough that she's still operating on the boundary between what's real and what's not. Like imagination is a huge part of it. So, you know, the content and how it can distort perception is a huge issue for me. doesn't quite go into privacy, right? right. It, it strays more into the, the content control that you were talking about earlier, Jason. But, you know, it's a big concern because you are what you consume to some degree. Yeah. And, you know, you and I, Steve, have to deal with the fact that they, our kids don't know how to protect their privacy right now. So we're, we're kind of the gatekeepers of that. Right. At being parents. It is part of our responsibility to make sure they're they're keeping their privacy. When they get a little older, you got to start giving that to them. But I think it's less. But. It's going to be less important to them as well. I, I yeah. think they have a, a reduced expectation 
of privacy. I, I might not disagree. But what I would like to say is that I, I want to give them the option. So for the right, moment, no doubt. For the moment, when my entire large family is taking photos of them and posting them freely in various uh, venues, I, to some degree, am trying to say, "Hey, hold, hold on a minute. Um, let me know if you're doing that first. Let's make sure that's okay. It, it, you know, it could be entirely benign, right? But if I'm reserving that, then at least." they have the option in the future as opposed to it being entirely out the gate. So, Lou, here's a question. Uh, so, you know, Steve and Matt, I'll say they're at the beginning of their journey uh, with their kids in technology. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm in the thick of it still. You, know, you at least have one you know, who's in college now, you know, certainly independent. Uh, my question is, you know, does all this end? Do you, you know, when, when your son went to, went to school, is it okay? Hey, at this point, you're your own man, and you do what you think is the right thing. Hopefully, you've taught him enough. I mean, are you still are you still friends in all the social media accounts? Are you still involved in any way, or does it eventually go away? Well, <clears throat> it's funny you you talked about how you you know how you limit limit the Wi-Fi, limit limit the um, the LTE on, 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 in, in your family, um, which forces. Um, you know, forces real communication in, in the household. Uh, I, we found as they get older, they seem to get tired of being on our devices. And we're it, it's coming around a little bit more where at the end of the day, they are coming down to dinner. They are wanting to sit around for, for a family movie. They, they, they want to get away from their device and their technology because they are on it all day long and they are tired of it. So, there is a little bit of, of an end to it. Um, it's never truly going to go away, uh, with my son. Um, it's interesting. He, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of gotten rid of all of his, he's done with social media. He's gotten rid of all the social media accounts. He doesn't have any social media presence. He's just, you know, he just got tired of it. Um, and he's just like, Hey, if you want me, text me. Um, that's funny. He's going, he's going back <laughs> yeah. to the basics. Yeah. Yeah, it's going back to basics, and it's 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 interesting because now I'll come across something. I'll be on I'll be on Instagram like, oh man, I want to send this to Luke so bad, and I'm like, oh man, I got to figure out how to send it to him now via text and not via the app. <laughs> but um, you know, there is there there is there is that at least for us it was that arc where they're, they're kind of they're kind of you know he's definitely you know he's definitely becoming more of his own, his own, his own person and, 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 and managing his life as he, as he wants. But it also, I feel like with our influence over the last, you know, 20 years. So it's been, you know, for us, it's been, it's been, we're, we're, we're proud and we're happy of the way, the way that he, he's moving forward with it. But, you know, there's definitely, we're definitely seeing a change in, you know, in, in the way that they approach, um, their technology and, you know, and their, you know, their, their presence on, on there as well. So I want to throw a quick idea out. Uh, and, I, and I think we're probably coming up against time, although we could probably talk about this for a long time. Um, an example, in my opinion, of something, you know, just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean you should do something. And I know a lot of parents with kids my age, you know, just about to get their licenses or maybe getting more social are using the phone and in enabling location tracking, right? So that they know, really where their kids are. Um, 
you know, it, 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 from a privacy standpoint, which is what we had wanted to talk about a little bit, I, that's incredibly invasive. And I think we're actually, we're in a society now where we don't give kids a lot of freedom to be by themselves and, and frankly, maybe even make some mistakes. And I don't know. I, you know I, I'm curious what people think about the idea of location tracking for for kids. And clearly, right, there's clearly benefits to it. You can see sort of pros and cons to it. But boy, talk about talk about feeling invasive in many ways. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one because I'm probably the next one's going to have to make that decision, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're sort of yeah. deferring it. Luckily, our kids tend to be home a fair amount, or at least we generally know where they are. But yeah, we yeah. I have one about to get a license. Yeah, I mean, the car is one thing, right? Um, but I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily want to know where the individual is. Like location services on their their phone. Maybe the car, you know, when they first turn sixteen or something like that. I don't right. know. Um, yeah, that's that's a real tough. I, I agree. It's it's pretty invasive. And yeah, it'll be difficult. It's a tough decision. This has intersections with a lot of other subjects, and they're far afield of what we're talking about now. Like the free range kid concept, which is an odd <laughs> thing to name considering it was exactly normal. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, I was a free range kid just you know, a few minutes ago. <laughs> right. Um, I'll, I'll go back to something I said earlier. I want to reserve the right for my children to have some degree of privacy. And if I'm taking steps to supervise with good intentions that goes against that as a philosophy, I think it's probably the wrong move. Simply because of what you said, I want to build a personality that I can trust that will tell me that, you know, they are where they say they are or will raise a flag if they need something. I I don't even know when I will, you know, grant a cell phone to my children. That's something that happens earlier and earlier these days. But but it's part of the the calculus here. Um, Anyway, so I'm generally of the same opinion. I do not want to enable those services because, candidly, it's not as important to me to know, and in so doing, I'm granting that knowledge to an outside entity to some degree right. with the marketing that applies to it and all of the other metadata that, as Matt mentioned earlier, starts to begin constructing the persona of that person. And I don't know. I think it gives up too much. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's going to want to deal with it differently. Right? It's got to fit into your particular parenting philosophy, right? We're all going to have different ideas on how we're supposed to handle these things. Um, But I think the best thing you can do is be aware of all the types of uh, technologies that can be used to basically exploit the privacy of of kids these days um, and how it can be misused. Or, you know, exactly like the example you gave with your daughter where, you know, it can be socially used against her get in trouble with her friends. Right. right. And luckily it was young when it happened. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think the, the thing that, that Lou has done, you know, making sure that he's friends on all the social media accounts is, I mean, that's a really smart step to take. Right. I mean, if you're looking at some of these, because there's so many ways that, you know, uh, technology could be misused maybe, or abused and privacy issues, et cetera. At least being, at least understanding what's going on with your kids, and then you can have those conversations, right? Because yeah. not everything, not everything's yep. going to be positive all the time. You need to be able to oh. say, "Hey, we saw this, and let's talk about you know what potentially could, what the outcome could be as a result of that." And I think that that's really smart, Lou. Yeah, I, I wanted to touch back on the the the, the tracking, um, the the GPS phone tracking. You know, we we had a lot of friends that were installing that. Uh, there's a 
you know, you, you guys have heard of it, Life 360, right? That's something you put on, put on the smartphone, right? Remember that my, the years that we really, that, that my family really needed that, you know, we're going on year three of the pandemic. It was really, really, we didn't really need that because they were home. <laughs> they were all home. Yeah. They were all home. You know, I That's mean, interesting. They, they weren't, they weren't going anywhere. So my son from 17 to 20, granted, like it's, it's opened up a lot more for him recently, but you know, during 2020, a lot of 2021, he was, he was home very often. The same thing with my daughters. So, you know, we, that we really didn't really, we wouldn't have done it. I don't think anyways, but you know, there was really no need. Yeah, problem solved. Yes. So we just need a pandemic. We need, we need a, we need a longer <laughs> yeah. pandemic. Like, luckily, we're not done yet. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, how, how about on that bright note? Uh, um, you know, I, I think there there are a million things we could talk about yeah. here. And I think we all bring a lot of different experiences. I think, you know, we, we constructed this intentionally. So we had a wide range of, of you know, sort of parents and associated kids. Uh, you know, we're happy to continue the conversation around here. We're happy to give, say, what technical advice we can uh, relative to this space. I think, you know, I don't, I don't want to put us in a position where we're talking philosophically around, you know, location sharing and all of this <laughs> stuff, right? But there's a ton of tools out there. Um, you know, if folks wanted a conversation around content filtering or you know, enterprise level firewalls, you know, lose your guy for that, clearly. Um, yeah. uh, you know, look for us at uh, Vancord on LinkedIn. You know, we can continue a conversation. And if there's interest, we can always just sort of roll back and, and cover different parts of this, maybe in more depth. Um, as always, Steve, Matt, thanks for joining. Lou, it, it's been great having you. I appreciate you joining. I'm, I'm sure we'll have you again. You. Yeah, I'd love to join again. Thanks. All right. And, and thanks to everybody listening. And we hope you got some, some value out of this. Stay vigilant. Stay resilient. This has been Cybersound.